Welcome to the morning of a typical student in the American education system. What do these sounds bring up? For many, even thinking of school will produce the feelings of tiredness, boredom, and anxiety commonly associated with middle and high school students. But why does our education system, which serves to help children and adolescents succeed, dig up such negative emotions? Welcome to our podcast. Our names are Jaden Scott and Skylar Benick, and we are going to be looking into the many flaws of the American education system. According to a 2004 study by the National Institute for Mental Health, 31.9% of adolescents have been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder compared to 19.1% of adults. It is safe to assume that these numbers today are much higher. A 2017 report shows that the cases of anxiety had risen by nearly a third since 2013. But why are adolescents so stressed out? Any past or current student can tell you that the education system places its students under absurd amounts of pressure. We interviewed one of the mental health experts at Fort Collins High School, Margaret LeMasters, to get her thoughts on this. There's some natural stressors that are built into your academic lives, like finals week, like you know graduation, and the pressures of that um, can certainly weigh on a kid and co-mingle with whatever else they have going on. The education system treats its students the same despite any challenges they may be facing in their personal lives. This cookie-cutter approach makes school very difficult for students who don't fit the definition of a perfect student. As Albert Einstein once said, quote, Everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. End quote. There are many different types of intelligence and forms of worth and potential for success, but the school system tries to force students into a very specific mold. Dr. Jason Clark, an educator at Fort Collins High School, discussed how students who don't fit this specific mold may struggle to succeed. I think that where the system breaks down is anybody who doesn't fit the sort of standard ideal of like what a student quote unquote should be, right? Anybody who doesn't sort of fit those expectations that are built into the school system is going to struggle. And that was never the intention of the school system. It was never to adapt to the needs of students. It was to adapt students to the needs of society. Students' talents and attributes often don't help them to earn their diploma. Instead of exercising creativity and individuality, a student's worth and intelligence is measured by standardized tests and grades a system that is outdated and past its time. The workplace is changing a lot because with the addition of artificial intelligence, how is education adapting or not adapting to these changes? Well, I don't think it's adapting at all. The lack of the school's evolution to keep up with developments in society is one of its largest problems. Society itself has drastically changed since the founding of the education system still being implemented today, but the way schools are run have remained the same. Prince EA's popular YouTube video, I Just Sued the School System, elaborates on this issue. In literally more than a century, nothing has changed. Yet you claim to prepare students for the future? But with evidence like that, I must ask, do you prepare students for the future or the past? I did a background check on you and let the record show that you were made to train people to work in factories which explains why you put students in straight rows, nice and neat, tell them sit still, raise your hand if you want to speak, give them a short break to eat, and for eight hours a day, tell them what to think. Oh, and make them compete to get an A, a letter which determines product quality. Along with competing for that top grade, students are forced to take state-mandated standardized testing. Standardized tests are not being used in the way that they were initially developed for. Instead of measuring a student's basic abilities, they are used as a comprehensive judgment on an individual's overall intelligence and merit. 
Even the founders of standardized testing have spoken out against the modern applications of what was supposed to be a helpful tool for growth. One of the primary reasons of the education system's failure to prepare students is the government's lack of acknowledgement of the issue. Realistically, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Um, not because we can't, but because we won't, right? Because people don't care enough. People don't want to spend the money. Uh, people would rather cut taxes than increase spending on education, for example. The issue itself would need to be solved by increasing funding. Finland spends less money on education than the United States, but still has one of the most successful education systems in the world. The difference isn't how much money is spent, but rather where the money is spent. So what you do is you give schools a smaller and smaller piece of pie every year and say, feed more and more kids with this smaller piece of pie. And then when the schools can't do it, you say it's because you're a low-functioning school and therefore we're going to punish you or we're going to give you more standardized tests or we're going to give you, uh, you know, we're going to fire your teachers or we're going to retrain your teachers or whatever. With this basic misunderstanding, which is that you're cutting funding, you're at the same time increasing expectations. Countries like Finland are doing impressive things. They have shorter school days. Teachers make a decent wage. Homework is non-existent and they focus on collaboration instead of competition. But here's the kicker, boys and girls. Their educational system outperforms every other country in the world. Even the fundamental structure of our government is affecting how our schools are run. I know we love to say that the nor Northern European countries are socialist. Uh, in this case, they're way less socialist than we are. So we have a socialized education system, even though we pride ourselves on being capitalist. Meanwhile, we criticize Northern Europe for being socialist, but they have a free market-based approach to education. I think the irony of that in itself is enough to make you think. The irony may be enough to make us think, but the education system does not allow for creative and critical thought. It forces students, each with unique talents and abilities, to participate in a specific and outdated method of learning that isn't applicable to today's society. The pressures faced by students, both in and out of school, are leading to an epidemic of mental health issues across the country. Although the education system is evidently harming both students and the society they are being trained to serve, why are we still forcing fish to climb trees? We may never see a future where education benefits rather than harms students. We have no way of knowing how school will adapt to, or fail to adapt to, the shifts in society. Only one thing is for certain, nobody knows what the future will hold. The students of today will be the teachers of tomorrow, and if the education system continues to fail in its goal of preparing students for the future, we may never see a world where fish are allowed to swim.